Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I'm Tim, and welcome to the podcast, uh, where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And today, the topic of our podcast is... Crazy Charlie Hatcher. It's uh, Charlie Ray Hatcher. He was a serial killer uh, back in the 70s and 80s. We're going to talk about all of his dastardly deeds. Uh, but before we do, let me introduce our panel. I'm, jo- I'm happy to be joined again, as always, by... Um, oh, she's got a new... I got a new intro for her. And that is the pill-popping, penis-loving... Satan's girl. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Brandy. <laughs> what is that? Pill popping, penis loving, Satan's girl. Yeah, I, I like it. it. I know. I like Someone it. had posted that, and I probably should have looked and checked, double checked to see who that was before. I think it was Allie, maybe, um, had posted <laughs> it. And I love that. Penis loving, pill popping, penis loving, Satan's girl. I don't. Okay. I like that better than your old uh, intro. So I think we're going to go with that. Okay. But at least I said you're penis loving. I mean, you know, because the colonel, you know, he raises that as an as as a. Um, no, I just said it one time. No, you always talk about her uh, softball career. I didn't question her. I just want to hear the stories. Oh, I see. I see. I, I thought you were questioning Like I would her. tell you. No, I mean, they get in the, you know, I, I just want to hear about... You know, they started with a little pillow fight. Yeah, and they got the teddies on, yeah. and then all of a sudden they're fixing each other's hair, and yeah. oh, you're so pretty, and then... Then they're wrapped around in their arms, hugging. Oh, I mean, you know that never happens, right? Oh, it happens all the time. Stop like it, it, devil. Here's you, the thing. You, you like to kill dreams. I know. I, I know see, that I you see it all into college. <laughs> I see it all the time. But you have. <laughs> I Did see you ever it. live in the dorm? I, yeah. Yeah, most most girls walk around in, like, mismatched sweatpants. Oh, uh, I didn't live in a co-ed dorm. Like a crazy t-shirt. Yeah, we're not we're not running around in negligee all Damn. the time. Why do you have to run things all the time? Because you all are assholes. So that's this is fun for me. I've seen a bunch of movies where it's happened. I so, know. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it's a common occurrence. I saw a movie that had Godzilla. So... Godzilla is a lesbian? If we're going with... Godzilla is a lesbian. If we're going with things that happen in movies, I mean, there's a great many things. And you know what happens in movies a lot to me? What? And this is what I never understand about women. Why do you order pizza when you got no money to pay? 
Yeah, I mean, it's really, clearly you're not Wait thinking a ahead. Hmm? Wait a minute. We're talking about different movies. <laughs> but it happens in the movies. Yeah, in your movies. It does. It in your movies, I'm sure it does. Yeah. In, in, in movies, and in a lot of movies too, and, and maybe you'll have to clear this one up, because you seem to be very anti-Dirty Flower. I am anti-Dirty Flower. Um, but in the movies, they always seem to be... It happens a lot. They ask for that. They're yeah. Like, oh, question. baby, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm 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 generally opposed to the dirty flower, um, but you know, have on occasion partake in. Well, when it's been requested, it's never been anything that I in- initiated. initiated. No, <clears throat> but you know, I I always try to uh, think of the others. If Mama's not happy, nobody's happy, Timmy. Well, um, I try to you know, if someone puts in a special request. Do they have to submit it a week in advance? <laughs> no, on, a, would, on a form? It would help. <laughs> I just never found it to be that all that. But, you know, I know a lot of guys are into it. You don't want your surveys to get. You, you don't want your, your Yelp. You don't want to be put on Yelp if you, you turn exact, somebody down. Exactly. Now, <laughs> okay, using service. All right, yeah. So I went to the, you know, a couple weeks, last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before that, I went to Chicago. And it's the first time I ever stayed in. A, I think I mentioned this last time. First time I ever stayed in an Airbnb, which okay. is basically an Airbnb. Airbnb. You're yeah. in somebody's house. Yeah, basically you're staying in someone's house. And and this one, you know, had a separate <coughs> entrance and everything, which is fine. It was all. It was fine. If you know, I wouldn't do it again, but only because I like my privacy and I like to feel that I am, you know, in a hotel room and whatever. But. You know, you you rate them like afterwards, right? Mm-hmm. Except, you know, you go to Yelp, you go to a hotel and or yeah. travel advisor or whatever, and and then you you know give them your overview. Except on Airbnb, they rate you too. Hmm. Yeah. So I was I would call I was called quiet and unassuming. So quiet and unassuming. Well, left the sheets a little bit of a mess. No, they know they said I was very clean, quiet and unassuming, and they would love to have me again. So. Um, it's never going to happen because I'm never going to stay at one again. Although I, hotels are so expensive anymore, it's really come well, get know, to a point. If anybody know. comes to Cincinnati and they need a hotel room, they can stay with you. Well, sure, absolutely. Yes. So all of our listeners out there, if you're in the Cincinnati area and you need a place to stay, uh, the Colonel would be happy to put you up. I, I mean, all the boys are gone. You've got yeah. the extra room. I've got I got a, about three extra rooms at the house now. Yeah, yeah. You could totally do that. Mm-hmm. You could. Have you ever thought about being an Airbnb? Yeah, I have thought about doing it for um, Scandinavian for girls. Scandinavians. Um, I, Scandinav- I mean, any really. Attractive. I don't want to discriminate. I mean, I got a cutoff. Obviously, you can't be over thirty-five or something. You can't be a well, because oh. then you have a penis. Right. So you're only letting females stay. You need to make one of those mm-hmm. rooms our studio. We should do that. We should, we should record at my house. Okay. Because you know what? Renee would be so happy to have us there doing podcasts. She would. Well, if we give her babysitting duty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll tell her she's in charge of Timmy. We barely are able to do these podcasts when we're all in the same building. So That's I can't imagine. Speaking of Mrs. Car- you didn't. Uh, you know what? I've been talking. You didn't introduce me. Yeah. Let me do that. You shouldn't have been. Um, I need to. We need a way to have individual mics so I can cut your mic off when you're talking. I would. I'm you were supposed to check into that too. 
Yeah, we're working on to improve the quality of our sound because we know that um, we get. We've been asked for so many refunds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let me introduce the very honorable and distinguished man about town. Penis lover. Uh, I don't know if he's a penis lover. You he loves his own. He loves I love his own. Yeah, yeah. love the little Peni. Penis. Yeah, I guess it's singular. <clears throat> no, peni is plural. Plural. So, penis lover, uh, the very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately sir. known as a Southern gentleman. Yes, you are, sir. Although. I think someone on the, on the History Dweebs, the podcast page, said that you actually could not be a sir. Yeah, they were wrong. Because you're a dickwad. They was wrong. Because <clears throat> you're a dickwad, that's why you can't be a sir. No, I think they said Americans cannot be. I don't know. Do we, we? We have to check with Lady Beverly. because she, she She is, you know, she's all in that, arist- about that. aristocracy over there, so she would know. She's an Aristotle. Yeah, she's an, <laughs> she's an Aristotle. <laughs> Um, Timmy, you got, first of all, I was told, now, Brandy and I had to lie and set, tell Renee, we had we had the boys' graduation party Saturday. Yes. Uh, the devil was there. Little Noah was there. Um, he's, he's a cute little guy. Yes, I heard um, little Noah had a wonderful time. Well, I got a little nephew, um, and the little nephew is just a tornado. I mean, mm-hmm. you... you the, the boy won't sit still, and if you put him, if you have a space eight foot wide, he will just run back and forth. He's he's like you know on a sugar high all the time. Mm-hmm. So you know he's amusing to watch, but then all of a sudden Noah showed up, mm-hmm. and uh, this is Brandy's son. At some point, <laughs> we thought we were going to so bad. <laughs> we thought we were going to have to sit them both down and put ice packs on the head. Timmy, I'm not kidding you. The sweat was stuck to the head. Yeah. It was running around like yeah, two cats chasing each other. Uh, it was it was fun to watch. I mean, they, they had a good little time. So, but we had to convince Renee that you was deathly ill. Because she, otherwise she was going to come gunning for you for not being there, Tim. Well, I was sick over the weekend still, but I'm feeling better now. But um, congratulations, Logan. I'm very happy that you... Um, and he appreciates you. you. He said to tell you thank you very much for the gift from you, too. It was very nice of you. Uh, he is very welcome. I'm very happy that he's... Uh, he's going to be a very talented photographer, and he's going to eventually go to. Is he going to UC now? He's going. He's going to start at yeah. UC in the fall. University of Cincinnati, my alma mater. So, carrying on a tradition of excellence. With, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. So, uh, and you know, I got a few shout outs here, Timmy. <clears throat> please tell Renee that it was. You know, Renee knows I'm like nuts, right? And she uh, does. She knows that I'm. She understands. I don't do social gatherings very often. But he. And here's a crazy. Here's a crazy thing, Devil. Now, Renee's got this party going on, and she's driven me fucking crazy with right. for three weeks. Right. Okay? And she's rushing and rushing and rushing. And, and then I say, you know what? I, is Tim coming? Is Tim coming? She asked me about Tim. Times. Is Tim coming? But you don't aw, because you weren't there. And then she says to me, like twice, does Tim needs, does Timmy need us to pick him up? Okay, so how many? Uh, how long have we so worked together? You should like feel really bad. I do feel really like, bad. How long have we worked together though? Four years, five years. Oh no, I knew you wasn't going to be at the party. All right, and how many social events have I went to in all that time? I think one. 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 Yes. I was not expecting you, Tim. 
I was no, not expecting I'm, you. I'm just, but you I'm, know, I'm just, no, I'm just telling you. For no, some reason, Mrs. Colonel has a soft spot for Timmy, and oh, every time sweet. she wants Timmy to be somewhere. Oh, and she's, well, do I need to go pick up Timmy? Do I need to go? I'm like, yeah, you, you leave guys, Timmy alone for Christ's sake? You guys are very nice. You always invite me, and you always invite me for holidays and stuff, and both of you do. And I really appreciate it. Just, uh, I'm, uh, I don't do well in that setting. So. But so, I get, really appreciate it. Well, let me get to my shout-outs here. I got, okay. <clears throat> and, of course, um, I got, uh, and you just got to, I don't know her very well, but just from her picture, she just looks like the sweetest girl in the world, little Sarah Spaghetti. Yeah, doesn't she, she just look yes. like just like sweet little, sweet. Little, 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 little girl? But she's very sweet. Well, she's, she's younger than my girl, probably. Yeah, my girl's thirty, so anybody younger than that's a girl to me. By the way, tell Sarah I love her. I I love her post. She, um, she her post on Facebook always cracks me up. Your daughter Sarah. She shames the family. Too. No, she does not. Um, I think she fits right in. <laughs> we got we got of course Tiffany Bell, um, and of course my 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 trusted legal counsel Nicola. So she's your she's your legal counsel now. She's my legal counsel. I paid her in Bitcoin today, Timmy. <laughs> Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Um, yeah, Bitcoin. And uh, you know, I'm on this website where um, you Skype with these women and you uh, they do certain things for you. Hmm. Only that's called you pay them with, but only that's called bitch coins. Bitch coins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what the devil's got in her desk over here. When <laughs> this morning we need to change for a soda machine, uh-huh. I was like, "Yeah, bitch coins in there." But <laughs> wow, wow, that was a good one. You um, guys are fucking hilarious. Let's see, we got Jennifer Burdick. How you doing, Jennifer? Yes, Jennifer. Hi. Um, we got, of course. My <clears throat> most trusted accountant, Shannon Rossard. Very beautiful young lady. Mm-hmm. Somebody who uh, really is, I'd say probably in the top five as far as crazy on our page. Mm-hmm. Trixie. Trixie's revolutionary, man. She's revolutionary. She's, She's just downright crazy. She's ready to overthink. I mentioned to her something on the page about listening to BBC because you know, I, I try to try to find. I, I get tired of hearing biased news all the time. I mean, you know, if you listen to Fox, it's biased one way. If you listen to MSNBC, it's biased another way. But I mentioned I'd like to hear. I said I listen to BBC because I think it's I'm biased. But she straightened me out. It is biased and it's not revolutionary enough. So she is. On the verge of uh, starting a revolution. She's an anarchist. Yeah, yeah, she is. And I think that's cool. It's very sexy. Anarchists can be very sexy. Oh, my God. Unless they're men. And not are you so kidding much. me? Yeah. No, anarchists are Quit crazy. hitting on our Just anything goes. Anything goes with an anarchist. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got Carla from down in Portsmouth. My dear friend Carla. Her dear, Your dear friend Carla. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Taylor. And I love the Kim Taylor, who's always going live anymore. She's live on Facebook. And I don't know how to do that, but one day we're going to have to do go live. I, you know what? I'm afraid I'm going to be in the middle of something, and my phone's going to go live on me. I don't even have that. <laughs> I would uh, wonder if people can see me. I don't. <laughs> you know what? I worry that my camera's turned on my phone yeah. all the time. But what uh, happens if you go live and, you know what I mean, can, can, that could be potentially embarrassing. It could be quite embarrassing. You mix up the Snapchat with the Facebook Live, and you yeah. you 
got 300 that's followers why, looking at you, Johnson. Uh, and, and that's exactly why I never take those types of pictures because, you know, you post the wrong thing and it's going to be pretty embarrassing. Snapchat? I don't know. Of course, it might. You know, they give me a lot of kudos. They get a lot of likes. I know. I Well, again, my penis is on Yelp. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I got 4.94 stars. Really? Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Know, I didn't know the colonel's penis was and on Yelp. And that comes straight from Snapchat. Okay. And uh, Brandy, did mine I say is on, Mine is on, um, what's, the, what's, the, what's the review? Back page. Not back. <laughs> no, it's on there, too. <laughs> Angie's list. Angie's list. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you need help. You need somebody to lay pipe. Yeah. Did I say Linda Castro? If I did not, Linda, no. thank you for listening. Linda, Linda Middleton as well. Linda Middleton. I'm not even going to mention her name. You know what? When Linda Middleton, I got to spit when I say her name. Why? Because she was on Team Colonel and then transferred over to Team Red Devil. Oh, um, I know. You can't. You have to satisfy your. <laughs> apparently, team. I left her. I left her wanting. Yeah, apparently. Um, now she's on Team Devil. Brandy McKenzie, here's a shout out to you. Thank you for listening. We de- we really appreciate it. Um, I believe Trish Hillard. Um, we want. We appreciate you listening, even though you wear occasional Cardinals gear. We don't like that. At all. Yeah, except the Reds suck this year, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, and the Cardinals kind of sucked this year too. Yeah, they're in second so. place though. Yeah, but um, for them, it's an out. Trish got a Trish got a daughter. It's a very very good softball player. Really? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. She's gonna be a college. She's gonna end up being a girl college softball player. But I'm sure she'll she she'll, she'll stay straight. She yeah. will not like. She'll be the exception to that rule because not every single one turns no, into a lesbian. Like Ninety nine. It's it's like ninety seven. Yeah. There's like three that aren't lesbians. Yeah. Um, of course, we got Lady Beverly. <clears throat> so you know the very distinguished lady, Lady Beverly. Yeah, and Beverly, you're gonna have to clear up. Somebody said that I couldn't be a knight, so you have to put that on the page. And of course, you know, I feel like when when I introduce this woman. You know, I've been to a lot of Bruce Springsteen concerts, Tim. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bruce Springsteen concerts. And uh, he'd go through and introduce a band. And he'd always save Clarence for last, Timmy. I think if you've been to two Bruce Springsteen concerts, that would be considered a lot, wouldn't it, Brandy? No, that'd just be considered a start, okay. Timmy. But he would always save Clarence for last, because Clarence was the favorite. I mean, of mm-hmm. the band, everybody loved Clarence. He's everybody's favorite. Right. And he saved him for last, and he would always just introduce him to the crowd, and he'd say, do I have to say his name? Mm-hmm. And the crowd would shout back, Clarence. Do I have you to say have his to, name? otherwise Clarence. you're not introdu- introducing him, right? Do I have to say his name? So, do, and I always feel like when I get to this lady, do I even have to say her name? Dottie Scott. She very she incomparable. Very she Dottie said she Scott. told me the other day she wanted to buy us pizza for when we do a podcast, and I told her, "Nah, don't do that." Did you tell her since I didn't get you anything for your damn birthday, you don't have to get me anything? <laughs> right. Maybe I should take you out to dinner, Mom, since I didn't do anything for your birthday. But I, I was I was actually I actually saw. Her I got on it on my calendar for next year. Me and Dottie got a date for dinner. Okay. So Dottie, that. put that down in your book. Meet you and the Colonel going out to dinner. Timmy, you know, he's going to forget about it. going to be out of town or some stuff. So that's that's all I got. I got uh, 
the autographed pictures of the colonel out in the mail. I understand um, that. Did you really? Yeah. Really do that? Mm-hmm. I understand that you were your your you got a new. Problem. I got well. I got. I had a couple people request. Um, back in the seventies, Bruce Springsteen did this play, or not Bruce Springsteen. Um, oh, Smokey and the Bandit. What's his name? Bruce, uh, Burt, Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. Right. Burt Reynolds did a layout naked on a bearskin rug in front of a fireplace. And a couple of the listeners have asked me, Colonel, you know, is that something that you would would consider appropriate? And, uh, and I said, you know, I mean, if it, again, you got to try to keep the listeners happy. Right. So You don't keep the, them happy most. So I will probably be doing a spread soon. Uh, so you're going to be doing more for... Uh, you're doing a, a... It's a little racier than you A revealing to. photo. I can't... Yeah, but it depends on the kind of lens. If they got the wide-angle lens, Timmy, I might be... I mean, to you're not going to, like, show your tallywhacker. No, 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 no. It's going to be tasteful, Timmy. Okay. Oh, it's going to be tasteful. Okay. I don't think that's possible. It's just going to be me and... Uh, Sort of like George Costanza on uh, Seinfeld. Right. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Okay. And uh, so you on a bearskin rug. In looking, front of a fire. Looking very inviting. I do, I do not drink, but I'll probably be gla- holding glasses shabbily. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sure that that is many uh, ladies' fan- fantasies. Well, Chablis. Chablis. Yeah. Oh, my God. The colonel likes it. That's a French word. It's a French word. It's a kind of wine, devil. And it's not the Thunderbird that you usually yeah. drink. But The 1980s <laughs> called it with the wine bag. Yeah. Yeah. Day. Um, Boone's so Farm. <laughs> Boone's Farm Boone's Apple. Farm. But, uh... What? So, and, and we strawberry. got... What was the strawberry called? Strawberry, um... Oh, Strawberry Farm, Strawberry Field, something. I think Strawberry Farm. I think you're right. And we've got, uh... Over the last week, we've added 12 more members to the church. Of Colonel, so, the Latter-day Colonel. The Latter-day Colonel. And we've got, um, now they're just hatchlings right now, but we got four copperheads. Really? Uh, for the church, yeah. Okay. Um, so you you, you uh, participate, you use the serpents as a part of your, just like... Well, I'm not going to fuck with those things. I'm scared of snakes, but I mean, we pass them around to the... Uh, basically, the guy, Persian. the way we do it is... A guy comes around with a collection plate and is one that hand. Scott? Is that Scott's Scott, role? Okay. Scott, well, Scott. Well, Scott is the keeper of you know the snakes. The snakes, and Scott will have a collection plate in one hand and a copperhead in the other. I see. So it increases collections, Timmy. Oh, uh, yeah, I bet it does. Do they now? Do they have to handle the snakes or? No, they don't have to handle. Only if they don't pay. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. if you don't pay, the copperhead gets dropped in your lap. Oh, I see. And and. We've worked. We've done this long enough. Scott has built himself up an immunity to the copperhead poison. Oh, uh, uh, really? Well, we let him get bit once a week for about the past four or five weeks. Okay, so, so he, he get built up at any time. Yeah, he's gotten to it right now. He just gets a little bit of a fever. No, that's good. So, uh, Brandy, do you have any shout-outs before we get started? Well, since I'd like to get started today, I just have a couple. Okay. Miss Celine. Yes, Celine. Who is awesome? And awesome. And Michael Birdsall. Michael. Yes. Who is also you, awesome as he well. Is also awesome. <clears throat> as Did well as his girlfriend Sydney. Sydney. Yes. Sydney and the pups. Mm-hmm. The pups. And Brittany, of course. 
Brittany, Brittany who who kindly offered to be my stalker. Well, I'm glad I don't have any more shout-outs because you just took right over. You go do your thing. You got two names right now. How the hell are you going to do shout about it. You doing this you under Well, yeah. It's a fucking steel trap up here. <laughs> But that's okay. You you take over. Right. I want to give a shout out to Alicia and Chip, Cindy Lou, and Bridget. They are all sponsors on uh, Patreon. We appreciate that very much. So this really this show is this show is brought to you by Cindy Lou, Chipping, Alicia, Alicia, and Bridget, and Bridget. Yes, that's my professional announcer voice. Yes, that's very good, Colonel. Thank you, sir. But do we do seriously? We thank thank you very much for your support. All right, so now we're going to get on to the story. Uh, believe it or not, there is a story today, um, and it's about a serial killer. So um, we hope that you know that this story is not upsetting the people because why don't we just change the name of our show to Serial Killer Dweebs? Because most of our listeners don't give a rat's dick about history. They just want to know about serial killers. That's not true. We have some who are interested in history. And we do some shit. They're interested in people who killed people throughout history. Well, they like Killed that. lots of people. Yeah. Well, whatever. We, we already got our brand, so let's stick with it. So today's topic is Crazy Charlie. Cr- crazy Charlie Charles Ray Hatcher. He was a serial killer. Started out as a petty criminal and he worked his way up to becoming a serial killer. He confessed to uh, murdering 16 people uh, between 1969 and 1982. Um, uh, but he was only convicted of two of the slayings. It always makes me feel bad for these people who are murdered and they never get, you know, they're just kind of written off, you know what I mean? They they, they, they get the uh, death penalty and uh, for one or two of the charges and they just kind of, you know, it's too much, too expensive to, for the state to pursue the other charges and these people just, the other victims, they don't, you know, they, they don't get their, uh, they, I mean, they don't get justice, so... But anyway, he was convicted of two slayings, as a, uh, but he, even though he confessed to 16. Um, unusual, uh, is an unusual little fact. Charlie was bisexual. Yes. Um, oh. He molested men and young boys, but he was also convicted of the rape and murder of a young lady named Michelle Steele. So, um, you know, I don't know if we have we've had that in any of the podcasts we've done so far. Most of them have been either... Carl Pandram. Well, yeah, he yeah, killed... I mean, we had people... Guy. He was we had, people, we had people who killed uh, anyone, but I mean... Well, you know what? Did Carl Pandram rape any women? I'm not sure. I'm not sure he did. I know he raped men, but... Um, so anyway, it's... It, mostly when we do these podcasts, you have either a serial killer who is heterosexual and prey on members of the opposite sex or they prey on or they're homosexual and they prey on members of their their own sex but in this in this particular case Charlie was bisexual and he was a, nobody was safe no one was safe yeah so Charlie Ray Hatcher was born on July 16th 1929 so he just had we just had a birthday colonel um what, what's today? He'd be 87 years old right now, Timmy. Yeah, what's... Yeah, so he... I mean, when, when was the 16th that just passed, right? Yeah, 87 years old. He wouldn't be raping nobody now. No, nah, he probably couldn't even get it hard. Well, I got he, to Cialis. That'll get an 87-year-old man hard. Yeah, gross. 
He was born in Mound City, Missouri, in a small town 34 miles north of St. Joseph. I wonder how close that is to Charlie. Charlie's in uh, Kansas City. I mean, she's in Kansas City, I think. I'm not sure where Mound Mound City is other than it's near to St. Joseph, and I don't know where St. Joseph is in relation to... Uh, Kansas City, but Trisha is from St. Louis, right? So one of them has to be close. Um, St. Joseph, I believe, is right outside of St. Louis. Okay. Charlie was the youngest of children born to Jesse and Lola. Lula Hatcher. Lola? Lula. L-U-L-A. Lola. Lula. 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 I forgot. We're not allowed to say. They had four children. He was the youngest. Uh, his father was an ex-convict and an abusive alcoholic. Uh, Charlie's father, Charlie's father Jesse, drank heavily, and as a result, well, I don't know if really as a result, but in addition, he was uh, physically abusive to both Charles and his brothers. Um, when Charlie was six, um, an odd thing happened. Uh, he watched his older brother Arthur um, die. Uh, electrocution. His brother was flying a kite with a copper wire uh, that they had found on an old Model T Ford. So not very bright there at the young age flying a kite with a copper wire. But anyway, he was about to hand okay, over... Okay, Ben Franklin, what you trying to prove here? <laughs> and uh, uh, Arthur was about to hand the kite to Charlie... Uh, when it was hit by a high voltage, it hit a high voltage <laughs> power Jesus. line and executed. It's a kid. It's a kid. Don't laugh. But who in the hell? Who in the hell thinks? Oh, you know what? I'm just going to use copper. Copper ain't even good for a kid. You know who thinks that? Little boys. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 Little so, boys. So anyway, um, he was struck by the, or this kite got tied up into this uh, high voltage power line and electrocuted Arthur. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, and as a result, as often happens when a young child is killed, um, you know, cre- created a lot of stress in the family. Uh, his father would often get drunk and blame Charlie for his brother's death, and he would start beating Charlie. Um, Charlie, growing up, uh, apparently did not have the best hygiene in the world. Uh, he did not take, he did not bathe properly. And was as a result, he was teased in school by his um, classmates, and he often took revenge by beating up his classmates. Uh, it was not <laughs> maybe a they ought not teasing me. Yeah, yeah, they want well, you know, think they, they learn. Yeah, yeah. You, you would think because there's, you know, what it's what's what's worse than a uh, stinky ten-year-old. Uh, it's getting beat up by a stinky 10-year-old. <laughs> it's having a stinky 10-year-old laying on top of your ass beating the hell out of you. Exactly. Happened to Timmy last week. Yes. Uh-huh. Happened to Timmy last week. <laughs> no, not a, not a trying week. to play the knockout game yeah. with Timmy. No, Riding we, the bus. Luckily, we, he couldn't sneak up on Timmy because Timmy smelled him coming. <laughs> I had, um, yeah. Anyway, it's not uncommon for Charlie to get into several fights each week. Charlie kept pigeons as pets. I knew a guy growing up who had pigeons as pets. Rats yeah. with wings. Yeah, rat birds. He kept pigeons as pets and would often show up to school with pigeons, um, pigeon droppings on his hands and clothes and in his hair. He smuggled pigeons into school and spent recess talking to his birds. So, you know, he was kind of an oddball. 
That's so sad. He was the Birdman of Stinky Trash. Can you teach, can you teach pigeons how to roller skate? Because I think that would be really cool. I think you can. Yeah, I think I've seen that before. Or they, they're better skateboarders, though. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he once tried to uh, drown a fourth grader uh, by forcing the kid's head under a water fountain. <laughs> that's, that takes a long time. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... <laughs> they earned him the name, nickname Crazy Charlie. So um, he at least got a cool nickname out of it. When he was nine, uh, his father left a home and divorced his mom. It was just, again, not uncommon when there's a death of a small child off in the often that leads to divorce. When Charlie was 11 years old, he was caught fondling a five-year-old neighbor boy, but he was not arrested. Um, once in gym class, Charlie was caught masturbating in the shower after, after class, and he was expelled from school for five days. So that's frowned upon? Did they expel him <laughs> from jerking off in the shower? <laughs> it's a good... I wouldn't even be able to go back to my house for... <laughs> Well, I guess there were other people in there at the time. You know, well, you but unless I mean, unless he was actually masturbating on somebody, <laughs> we shake a rinse off very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think no harm, no foul. I I don't know. I that would be disturbing. At least Stinky was taking a shower. Right? I mean, Are we I, not I, looking I, at the mask I mean, here? Yeah. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, there's a good upside. Silver lining. <laughs> Silver lining. Yeah. When he was 12 years old, um, Charlie kidnapped a neighborhood's cat and sent uh, and sent the elderly neighbor, the owner, a ransom note demanding demanding $11 for the cat's safe return. What the fuck, $11? What the fuck is Where'd that? Where would you come up with $11? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like a 20 uh, spot? I mean... But he made the mistake of writing the note on the back of a diner checkbook where his mother worked as a <laughs> server. Yes. I wonder if he cut out all those <laughs> yeah. letters. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you mean like uh, block letters? And yeah, ransom of, notes. You yeah. know, this was all done letters. on the movie Seven Psychopaths, which is an <clears throat> excellent movie. I recommend it to everyone. Story of my life. But have you ever really thought about kidnapping dogs? No. Because there's always a fucking reward. I mean, if I was going to get a part-time job, it'd be kidnapping animals. And waiting for the reward. Well, yeah, you just go around, look for the sign, and then, you know, reward... And then you say, hey, does this look like the dog? So, but you wouldn't do ransom notes. You were just No, I just so wait for the reward. You want to be a professional kidnapper. A pro- yeah. Okay. I mean, there's, I'm not saying do it for a living, just make a couple extra bucks right. on the side. You just have to be careful and not get a, uh, not kidnap a talking dog. <laughs> no, because those some bitches will turn you in. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. a parrot. Yeah, or a parrot. That's what you got to stay away from fucking parrots. <laughs> Parrots ain't nothing but bad news. Uh, they're not. They really are not. And I, you know, I, you know. What, and what happens to a parrot when a pi- pirate dies? You ever oh, about he that? goes to his first mate. Mm. Oh, that's, is that how yeah. it works? Okay. Right? Sure. No, he goes to whoever becomes captain next. No, he goes to the first mate. Cool. Now, the first mate traditionally will give it up to the next captain. So there's a. And traditionally, the first mate becomes the captain. Okay. See. See to me that okay. Get up now, on tell your, me, see, I just opened a bottle. So had if if the skipper on Gilligan's Island had a parrot, it, when the skipper died, which you know, let's face it, with his cholesterol, he <laughs> right. wasn't going to live very long. Bad ticker. 
I think he'd know those coconuts. That would went the the parrot would have went to Gilligan had there been said parrot. Had there been said parrot, the parrot would have gone to Gilligan, and in theory, Gilligan would have been made skipper. Which is really scary because yeah. that motherfucker didn't know. And let me, let me a clue. No, he didn't have a clue. But let me let me ask you something. How long were they on that fucking island? And that skipper stayed fat all. That's what I was gonna through say. The whole thing. And well, here's the other thing. Hold on. The colonel or the the professor, he it's could hot. build the most outlandish. You know, he was gay. I don't he care. He could build the most outlandish shit. He'd have to figure something out. You're on an island with a <laughs> yeah, bunch of women. <laughs> no, I mean he could build. You know, the guy's building himself a a, a little nuclear reactor over yeah. here to with keep some on, coconuts yeah. and a with bamboo some, ships. Yeah. yeah, but the motherfuckers couldn't build a boat. I know, I know, but the skipper stayed fat. Yeah, yeah, you would think, but yeah. I think he was. Uh, and I also think, you know, people always say ginger, Mary, you know, no, ginger or Mary. If you were on the island with them for Are long you enough, fucking Mrs. Howell? You want to fuck Mrs. Howell? I do want to bang Mrs. Howell. I want to. Well, I, she's I, married. I, I want to give Lovey some loving. She's I married. think Mr. Howell gives Lovey loving. Yes. No, Thurston, he was just too. Uh, he was always laying back in the hut, and I'd take Mrs. Lovey down to the water. Oh, well, yeah, he was probably banging Mary because yeah, he had money. Yeah. But, you know, those saggies of hers, man, now you get them under a waterfall and get them all wet and perky, they the say you get them cold. Well, she has, she would certainly have a lot of experience, but, uh, you know, pro- but Ginger probably had a lot of experience, too, being from Hollywood. Well, Ginger did porn. Nobody knows that. I, I you know, I... Hot dog in a hallway I, situation. I, I, I always had a thing for... Um, Mary Ann and also Bailey Quarters from WKRP. Oh, Bailey was. You like the nerdy girls. Yeah. I'll tell you, yeah, Bailey was. And I'll tell you, the other one, Marky Post on Night Court. Well, she was certainly better than Billy. Yeah, Billy didn't. Oh, Billy was. Oh, Billy was was a fuck. Personally, I like that little wagon. That little bailiff. The old lady? Yeah. She was funny. Yeah, she was But Roz was funny, too. I bet she She died there. She died on the show, and then Roz came in, and I liked Roz. Oh, yeah, Roz was good. Roz was the black lady that came in after her? Yeah, she was good. And Bull, he was good. That was a good show. That was a great show. All right, so let's move on, shall we? Where were um, we? You're the one that digress. I know. All right. So he said, no, no, wait, 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 I'm not he, done. Well, no, I'm just saying he sent the he sent the thing. I'm recapping like you like to oh, do. Okay. So he sent a letter to the neighbor on the back of checks from his mother's diner where yeah. she worked. Yes. All in cut out magazine letters. Well, no, not really. He wrote he wrote a uh, he wrote a, a note. I'm assuming I don't know. I haven't seen the note. But anyway, they were able. The neighbor cotton knew knew that uh, where the uh, Charlie's mom worked, and he, she contacted the police. The cat was returned unharmed. However, three months later, the cat was found hanging from a neighborhood light pole. Uh, no charges were ever filed, so we'll let you draw your own conclusions. So the cat started to snitch. Well, the cat ended up snitches get britches. Apparently, uh, you know, she never paid the eleven bucks. Uh, his stingy, mother, stingy bitch. <laughs> his mother, Charlie's mother, married several times, and then in 1945, which is of course the year the Second World War ended, Colonel. Uh, when Charlie was 16, he moved in with his mother and her third husband in St. Joseph, Missouri. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right. So, in 1947, when he was 18, Hatcher was convicted of auto theft in St. Joseph after he stole he stole a fucking logging truck from the <laughs> Iowa Mississippi Walnut Company. His employer, his employer, he's employed by these people for two weeks. Right. And he stole one of their logging trucks. Well, you never know when you might need a logging truck. I mean, you know, it's not perfect. It's not the you know the sweetest ride in the world, but you know, he is clearly you, not. If you're not trying to impress a girl, pull up in a yeah. logging truck. Yeah. Hey, ain't nothing. <laughs> Take him to a drive in a logging truck. You know you're going to get late. But you nothing know you're going to piss off the people behind you. Yeah, <laughs> they are. And you know. The thing is, they had logs on them too. So, I mean, <laughs> well, they, they could take, he could build him a house. Yeah, All right. Ca- he was carrying some wood. Yes, he was. Uh, let's see. So, he stole this truck from his employer and he received a two year suspended sentence. In 48, he was convicted of auto theft a second time. Nice. Because he stole a 1937 Buick. Sweet ride. That's a sweet ride. That, yeah. It That's had a V8 drama ride. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it had a V8. I think it had, you know. Except he didn't, have any, he didn't have any logs. Hmm? He didn't have any logs with that one, but... Well, no, it had a, that had the V8 in it. The it's Buick a panty dropper. Buick. That's the one Al Capone... It the, is a panty dropper. Baby, not, baby face. You know Baby Face Nelson, those guys, you know how they always got away from the police? Because they always had that V8. They always stole the V8? Yeah. Cops never had it. Cops couldn't keep it. Okay. Them. So, let's see. I drank a V8 before. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had a V8. Could have. <laughs> I could have, too, but I chose not to. So, uh, Hatcher was sentenced to two years in the Missouri State Penitentiary for that one. On June 8, 1949, Hatcher was released from prison after serving a little more than half of his time. Um, However, he was back in prison in just a few months after being convicted of forging a $10 check at a gas station in Maryville. He's trying to, you know, he's still trying to... (laughs) He tried to kidnap the. Well, you know, he tried to kidnap that cat for eleven bucks. He's now, a suck criminal, is what he is. Yeah, he needed to get a real job. He Remember is when you can, I mean, I guess they, you still get arrested for passing bad checks, but. But remember, that was a thing back in the day. Yeah. You, you didn't want to have that check floating out there if you didn't have enough money in the bank to cover it. Like if you were trying to make it pay paycheck to paycheck or something. Oh, you know what I did, Timmy. No. Is your is your picture up on the wall holding Renee cash register? Now Renee accept checks from this man. Mrs. Colonel's an accountant, you mm-hmm. know that, mm-hmm. and she has always handled the money. Never, because she never, has all of it. She's never left me in charge of anything, which is wise. And uh, because I'm a trophy husband, 
Right. And uh, she needs higher standards. I have you know one or two jobs, and you know one is pleasuring her. And as long as I do that, she doesn't really ask that much of them. But she was, when she had the twins, there were complications. And she spent the last month of her pregnancy in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So this is back before electronic banking and everything, you know. Right. And uh, I'm getting her paychecks. She was working from the house, so they would mail her paychecks to the house. Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting paid. But every night I'm going to the hospital right after work, you know, to spend time with her. And I'm getting paid, but I keep going to the money machine, and he keeps telling me I have money. Mm -hmm. So I'm not worried about it. Right. So I have, like, this one, you know, getting paid every every You got paid every week, yeah. you know. And mm -hmm. uh, so I've got, like, three of her paychecks and four of my paychecks just sitting at the house. And I'm not worried about anything and because uh, I keep going to the money machine, and mm -hmm. it tells me I got money. So the thing keeps telling me I got money, and I I go to the machine one day, and it tells me I don't have no money. So I think I better deposit these checks into my account so I got some money. Mm -hmm. And I go, and I go home. This is why you're not in charge of anything, by the way. And I have a letter from the bank that tells me that on this certain day, the day before whatever, six checks have been presented for payment that there was insufficient funds to pay these checks. One of them was on mortgage payment. Right. So I rushed to the bank with these seven paychecks that I have. Well, that's a bit disconcerting, Colonel. <laughs> it was disconcerting, Timmy. So I talked to the lady, and the lady tells me, you know what, we can, you, this never happened to you. Before I understand, I tell my sob story about my wife pregnant with the twins and complications and whatnot. Yeah, because women are suckered. You tell somebody's pregnant with. Twins. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so she says we can. I'll waive the fees for you. You get these deposited, no problem. And I was like, no. Okay. You know, you could probably get laid telling uh, a woman that your wife is pregnant with twins. Well, I'll tell you what happened after I had okay. the twins, Timmy. Okay. So uh, I asked the lady, "How do we erase every record of this even happening?" Mm -hmm. She's like, "Ooh." I can't do that. And I was like, no, see, I can't have a bank statement show up at my house that shows that I have bounced six checks. Or your or my twins are gonna be without a father. Yes. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be mocked and cast again. And she has basically held that against me my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um so they waived it and I deposited the money. And every once in a while, I will say, I will take care of it. Now, this Timmy was, the boys are 22 years old. Right. 22 years ago, Timmy, 22 years. And I will say something. I said, did I tell you I'd take care of it? And she will say to me, you told me you were going to take care of the mortgage, too. That's so she's still she throwing it up. That's a harrowing tale. Yes. Okay, yeah. so. I'm just saying, women don't forget. No, we don't. No. All right, so let's see. Uh, he convicted of... Oh, okay. So he's two years in the Missouri State Penitentiary. Two on, years? Two years. On June 8th, 1949, Hatcher's released from prison after serving a little more than half of his time. But he went back just a few months later because he was convicted of forging a $10 check 
at the gas station. Man, why so risk why risk your parole on a ten dollar check? Yeah. You know, this what I don't get. He already, he should have learned his lesson from kiting once. Yes, his little brother got killed for kiting. Now he's check kiting, and you would have thought that he would have learned. You would have thought. Mm-hmm. On March eighth, nineteen fifty one. Hatcher escaped from prison and attempted a burglary, but was caught and received two extra years in prison. So he served this additional time and was released from prison on July 14, 1954. He is crazy, Charlie. Here we go. Let's see. He got out in 54. I don't know how long he was out before he stole a 1951 Ford in Oric. Another B8. He and was subsequently sentenced to four years <laughs> yeah. in prison. And those muscle trucks, logging <laughs> yeah. trucks. Logging Before trucks. he was sentenced, Hatcher attempted to escape from Ray County Jail in Richmond and received an additional two years. So he's just... What a ta- He's really tacking on the charges. On March 18, 1959, Hatcher was released from prison for the sixth prison sentence of his career. So Last is hard. Well, here we go. Uh, March, April, May, June. Three months later. On June 26, 1959, Hatcher attempted to abduct a 16-year-old, girl, 16-year-old St. Joseph newspaper boy named Stephen Pelham. Okay, now here he's taken a left. Because, I mean, even though he had this uh, fondling charge earlier. Yeah. I mean, up to this point, it's petty theft. And, well, I mean, maybe grand theft auto isn't petty theft, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. it's non, uh, non-violent non crimes. Right. So he's threatening this kid with a butcher knife. Uh, evidently, the butcher, the kid didn't fall for it, and he reported <laughs> the crime, and Hatcher was arrested when police stopped him in a stolen vehicle. This guy's a dumbass. Uh, Hatcher was sentenced to five years in the Missouri State Penitentiary for the attempted abduction and auto theft under the Habitual Criminal Act. Well, after seven convictions, it's pretty much, it's not yeah. even, it's a hobby now. I mean, it's, it's, no, it's a career. It's a career. It's a lifestyle. It's moved beyond that, yeah. Well, while Hatcher was waiting to be transported to prison, he unsuccessfully attempted to break out of the Buchanan County Jail. Yay! Charlie uh, didn't. See, Charlie's just not real competent. No, no, he, no he's he is. Uh, he's the Goma Powell of criminals. Maybe I was trying to think of a bigger fuck up than that, but okay. Goma Powell. All right. So he arrives at the Missouri State Penitentiary, and he claims to be the most notorious criminal in the northe- northwest Missouri since Jesse James. Oh, yeah. So this motherfucker who keeps getting caught, who <laughs> yeah. can't jaywalk without getting caught. Exactly. Who got busted trying to kidnap a cat. Yeah. yeah. He. Jesse James. He's comparing himself to Jesse James. That is just entirely too much. That's, now, he, you know how he could have got that $11. He, he doesn't have a self-esteem problem. Well, you know, that's stupid, though. You know how people, when they kidnap people, they cut off a finger and send it to the people? He cut off his own finger? <laughs> no. If he would have clipped one of the cat's little claws Aww. there, no, it wouldn't have hurt the cat. You just press a hand out and the claw pops out and you clip it and you I mail beg, it to him. I beg to differ. No, it doesn't hurt him. I, all right. We cut off all the time. So this is the baddest motherfucker in North in northwest Missouri. So it's not even like in the, you know... In the whole state. In the eastern part. You right. know, north, 
in northwest Missouri, which consists of like three counties. So, yeah. So he's, you know, he's a badass. Uh, on July 2nd, 1961, inmate Jerry Thargington uh, was found raped and stabbed death on the prison's kitchen loading dock. Hatcher was only missing, Hatcher was the only one missing from the kitchen crew at the time of the murder. He was sent to solitary confinement for Thargington's murder, uh, but there was not enough evidence to convict him in court. While in solitary, though, uh, Hatcher wrote a note claiming that he needed psychiatric treatment. However, the prison psycholo- psychologist felt that it was just sim- it was a scheme to get him out of solitary and probably out of prison early. So they refused him treatment, which is always a That's great a good idea. idea. Yeah. yeah, they probably probably should have uh, took him at his word. Yeah, and so they throw Hatcher back in Gen Pop. Okay, I like which that. That's is a term I learned on Oranges and New Black. Tell me, you got all that? Uh, oh, I got it. You got that. Prison talk. Well, she's been in prison. So. Yeah. I'm not afraid to go back. The devil's axe gone. Yeah. Uh, his sentence was reduced to three quarters the original time, and he was released on August 24, 1963. A lot of lesbians in prison. Yeah. That's after, why she liked it. Uh, after release from prison in 63, Charlie started using numerous aliases. Do you think they're really lesbians, or are they just at, they're absent the wang? Okay. Mm. And as many as six Hold different on. social security Wait, numbers. Hold on. a thought here. No, you're not. The aliases include Richard Martin Clark, Richard Harris. Oh, Richard Harris. He is such a good double door. <laughs> Richard Lee Grady, Richard Lee Price, Earl. He was L. really big on Richards. Well, mm-hmm. Earl Elball. <laughs> he liked that was a bad he one. liked him a big dick. <laughs> that was a bad one. Earl. Yeah, these are, these are these are victims. So yeah. I guess we shouldn't be making fun of them. No, they're not victims. Oh, I'm sorry. They're aliases. Oh, these are aliases. Some of these, all you want. All right. Uh, let's see: Albert Ayer, Charles Marvin Tidwell, Hobart Prater, Ronald Springer, Doris. What the fuck, Doris? <laughs> Doris Mullins, Carl. Oh, Carl Kalebaugh. Oh. Albert Ralph Price, <laughs> Doris Mullins Travis. So he's AKA. And Dwell Dwayne Lee Wilfong. <laughs> Wilfong? I like that one. That's my favorite. Yeah. Wilfong. Dwayne Lee, so he's a serial killer. Uh, Let's see. And he used, like I said, six different social security numbers over the years. The lack of sophisticated law enforcement databases. One, two, three, four, five, six. What are you doing? I'm, 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 like, giving you the social security numbers he used. Oh, probably, yeah. And, yeah. God. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. All odds, all evens, that kind of shit. Oh, no doubt. Um, so they couldn't really link the crimes because they didn't have a big, huge database like they do now. On August 7th, 1969... You need a huge database, Colonel. Well, somebody does. Yeah. Crazy Charlie... I feel sorry for a man who don't have a huge database like us. <laughs> we got the database. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, Crazy Charlie abducted a 12-year-old boy named William Freeman in Antioch, California. He claimed he'd told the boy to come with him. He told the boy to come with him, taking him to a creek, and strangled him. Yes, the answer is don't make any sense. He, he, he just made a left there. I mean, he was going about his life, a petty crime. snapped. Yeah. On August 29th, 19, so two days later, six-year-old Gilbert Martinez was reported missing in San Francisco. According to the six-year-old girl with whom he was playing, Martinez walked away with a man who offered him ice cream. 
He was found by a man walking his dog as the boy had been beaten savagely and was sexually assaulted. Now, Colonel, this needs to be a lesson to you because you're, you've been known to wander off with people who offer you ice cream. You I have a I butterscotch have disc. Wilford Brimley comes around. You can't have a fine Chuck. <laughs> I will take some ice cream for I some mean, people. All we need is Henry Lee Lucas pulling around in a van, and you know who's in the yeah. van. Oh, yeah. The Colonel likes his ice cream. I, can't I know. I'm a, I got a weakness for ice cream. It's a good thing Ted Bundy's not still around. <laughs> My God. All right. So uh, police arrived and arrested the assailant. Was the assailant still there? The fuck? Who identified himself as Albert Ralph Price, although he carried identification with the... He just can't keep his shit straight. He carried identification with the name Hobart Prater. Uh... This little boy survived the assault. Uh, and the FBI records later identified the man as Charles R. Hatcher. Yeah, he, you know, this is before that, that bat, you know, police had the sophisticated the database. databases. And so, you know, he just changed his name and he. This is re- before VCAR. Yeah. Bicap. Bicap. Yeah. And uh, FBI profiling squad. Yeah. So they, Which actually, did I tell you about it? I spent a little bit of time with them, Timmy. In Quantico? In Quantico. When we were going to do this podcast, I wanted to research it, get mm-hmm. get more familiar with it to research a show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So you, you went down to Quantico, Virginia. And yeah, they had a couple of bunch of questions for me. I, I did a seminar down there. I see. You know, my dad actually went through FBI training. You know, I worked for the FBI. I wonder I if we were in the same class. I wonder. I'll have to ask him. So he's still going by the name Albert Price, and Hatcher was so- charged with assault uh, with attempt to commit sodomy and kidnapping. So how do you com- uh, attempt to commit sodomy? Is that like when you got a woody and you're lining it up and you just don't... It's when you hit it with a floppy. Because <laughs> <laughs> once... Just a tip counts as sodomy. Yeah. Just a tip Once you break the plane. Once you break that plane. So he's, well, yeah, once that seal's broken, once you, snap, you can't just get once that Once you snap back. the ring, Timmy, right. it's sodomy. Right. Uh, he was ordered to undergo competency evaluations to determine his if competence he was competent, to stand trial. Competence to stand twi- trial or competence <laughs> to... Trial? <laughs> competence Will to he? commit so- sodomy. Quippy. <laughs> I really stepped on my own line there. <laughs> Because it was funny. Well, hunting wabbits. I know where you were going. It was funny. <laughs> hunting wabbits. Fuck. Shh. Hunting wabbits. God damn. Okay. So you had a good one. <laughs> it was funny. It was yeah. damn funny. Jesus. Funny for a different reason. Uh, a complete psychological no evaluation. Wonder, no wonder stand-ups kill themselves, you know? <laughs> you get that killer in The killer closing. You okay, step what on was it. your joke? What was your little joke? <laughs> no, I was saying, was he char? It's not funny now. Oh, it's, it's funny. So funny. <laughs> Go continue, please. All right. So they did an evaluation, uh, and it was ordered. And when Hatcher was unresponsive during the preliminary uh, evaluations. A complete, yeah. So they had to do a complete thing on him because he just shut the fuck up finally. <laughs> when not answer their fucking questions. During this time, he claimed to hear voices and fake delusions and suicide attempts. That's too bad. On December 1970, Hatcher was sent back and forth between courts and the hospitals multiple times. 
One psychiatrist diagnosed him as having passive-aggressive personality. What the hell is that? Passive-aggressive personality? Yeah. Well, I know yeah. what it is. You would not recognize it when you've seen yeah. it, but me and Timmy have seen quite a bit of it. I know what it, no, I know what it is, but is it a psychological disorder? That's yeah, all I'm asking. Yeah, it's pathological. Ah, uh, you're pathological. Well, see, there we go. Uh, let's see. <laughs> you would know that if you wouldn't. <laughs> if you weren't caught in the tornado of it, yeah. you could see how If you had some uh, perspective. perspective. <laughs> oh, I got perspective. So, the diagnosis is having a passive-aggressive personality with paraphilia and pedophilia. You know sociopaths. If you got any kind of philia, you got problems. Well, yeah, philia is never good. Ophelia. Yeah. Even if you got Ophelia. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. It was reported that the hospital staff. I had an uncle. He, he suffered from Ophelia. <laughs> Are we going to show me on the doll, Timmy, where the bad man touched you? Uh, let's see. So the hospital staff felt like Hatcher was fabricating or exaggerating the symptoms of his mental disorder. So he was examined by two psychiatrists on January in January of 1971. He was declared insane by the first one who recommended vigorous treatment in a secure hospital. The second psychiatrist declared him to be incompetent to stand trial and sent him back to the hospital. The fuck? On May 24th, 1970. It wasn't because he was crazy, he was just incompetent. There's a difference. You're either stupid or crazy. I mean, but you go back to a hospital either way. I don't think you can cure stupid. Uh, Let's see. On May 24th, 1971, Hatcher was sent to trial and pled not guilty by reason of insanity. He was sent to a different hospital for more evaluations where it was determined that he was unfit to stand trial or stand up for that. Uh, it was here that Charles was diagnosed with antisocial personality. Well, no, think? I think the first guy on the prison floor was his, when Charlie stuck his pecker in his butt and a knife in his back. Yeah, he would agree with that. was the first person to diagnose him with antisocial yeah. disorder. Well, it was determined that Hatcher killed on impulse and seemed to have no conscience. Conscience. On June 2nd, Hatcher escaped from the hospital and was caught a week later and arrested for suspected what? Suspected what? Auto theft. (laughs) (laughs) Fucker can't steal a car to save his ass. Uh, It was under the name Richard Lee Grady. Hatcher was returned to the California State Hospital for a mental evaluation. When are they getting done with that? Uh, In April 1972, hospital staff determined that his treatment was unsuccessful and that he was a danger to other patients, after which he was sent to the prison state hospital in, is it Vacaville, California? Uh, Yeah, that's good enough. All righty. In August of 1972, Hatcher was transferred to San Quentin State Prison to stand trial three years after the crime. I wonder if he saw Johnny Cash when he was there. I don't know. I wonder. That was fulsome, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. He was ordered to undergo two final examinations. One declared him competent to stand trial, and the other determined him to wait a minute. The other determined him to be sane at the time of trial. Okay. On De- in December of 1972, Hatcher was tried for and convicted of the abduction and molestation of Martinez. In January 1972, he was committed to the California State Hospital 
as a mentally disordered sexual offender. Yeah. So like he said, he took a left or he was just a small-time criminal and all of a sudden... But you know what? He stuck <coughs> to his roots. He kept fucking up stealing a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. He, stuck, he stuck to yeah. his roots a little you, bit. You gotta he respect that. A class. You gotta respect that. He should have taken a class somewhere. Community college, something. Grand yeah. Theft Auto. They didn't have Grand Theft no. Auto back then. They he didn't know how to do it. Or he didn't know how to drive. Now, Charlie, back... Uh, he... A little bit forward, March 28, 1973, security guards find Charlie hiding in a cooler near the hospital's main courtyard. Fucked hard. He's got two sheets stuffed into his pants. Is he two sheets to the wind? <laughs> He's got two <laughs> sheets stuffed into his pants. Was he getting ready to go on a date? Well, he admitted he was, was going to try to Was escape. he out of the pins? <laughs> exactly. Now, he got sent back to court for sentencing after the doctors determined he was still a threat to society. So his plan there was obviously to shred those up and try to hoist himself over the wall or something? I don't... I assume, yeah. Yeah. Um, Or he was cold at night. I don't know. Um, In May 73, a psychologist found Hatcher to be... um, and, and you're, you're going to be familiar with this because I think you had this diagnosis too. I doubt it. A manipulative institutionalized sociopath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, and mean, that was, yeah, she, she's been diagnosed. Would that. you say she fits that profile? I, I would. So in June 73, he attempted suicide by slashing his wrist after it was recommended that he be transferred to a maximum security prison. A psychiatrist diagnosed him with paranoid schizophrenia but he remained at Vacaville. In August 75, guards reported that he was a good good behavior in his parole review. In 76, the California Parole Board found that Hatch had improved dramatically through his time in prison and set a parole date of December 25, 1978. He was going to get a good Christmas present that year. There we go. So as a result of a bill giving inmates credit for time spent in jails and mental hospital, Hatcher received a modified parole date of January 1977. They moved it up. They released him. Society is just waiting for him to get back. Oh, exactly. And this, I never liked this term. They released him to a halfway house. Now, is a halfway house or is a whole house? Well, it's a whole house. It's just halfway between prison and freedom, I guess. I guess, because if you go to the halfway house, do you go all the way to the house or halfway to the no, house? you go all the way there. You just, uh, you're just don't, you just don't have the freedom as you would if you were out on your own. Well, he was released in 1977, May of 1977. And on May 26, just a year later, four-year-old Eric Christensen disappeared in downtown St. Joseph, Missouri. Yeah, that's the sad part of this. Is this, <clears throat> this fucker walks after being diagnosed with being a... His body turned up along the Mississippi River. He had been sexually abused and died of suffocation. Aww. The police questioned more than 100 possible suspects, including every pervert known in town. Including uh, this dude and all of his 27 aliases. Yeah, but to no avail. One of them was Melvin Reynolds, a 25-year-old man of limited intelligence who'd been sexually abused himself as a child and who had some homosexual episodes as an adolescent. Now, Reynolds, although extremely agitated by the investigation, cooperated through several interrogations over a period of months, including two polygraph examinations and one under hypnosis. In December 78, he was questioned under the truth serum. Mm -hmm. Truth serum, I'm sorry, Timmy. Sodium. Pentothal. Amatil. Amatol which in same thing, and made an ambiguous remark that intensified the police suspicion. 
Two months later, the police brought the still cooperative Reynolds in for another round of interrogation. Fourteen hours. Finally, Reynolds gave in and said, if you say so, I'll say so if you want me to. Now, 14 hours, you're just tired, you're hungry. You want yeah, to, done. You, know, you do anything for some cheese crackers and some water. So in the days, weeks that followed, Reynolds embellished his confession with details that were fed to him, deliberately or otherwise. That was enough to convince the prosecutor to charge Reynolds and convince the jury to convict him of second-degree murder, and he was sentenced to life imprisonment. Yeah, so this side, this poor bastard, he... he he was just convicted. crazy. Yeah, he just he just went along with them. It's kind of like at Dassey in, uh, in that uh, case up there in Wisconsin. So he got making life imprisonment. A, making of a murder. Four years later, Reynolds was released when Charles Hatcher confessed to the three murders, including that of Little Eric. Yeah, so this guy does four years in prison for a crime yeah. he didn't commit. He confessed to. On July 29th, hikers found a nude ravaged body of 11-year-old Michelle Steele beaten and strangled to death on the bank of the Missouri River near St. Joseph. And we're gonna we're gonna have to. Well, I don't know how long she's lived out there. Maybe Trish can Trish Hiller can jump in on this because I do believe St. Joseph is right outside of St. Louis. So maybe this is a famous thing up there. Um, Hatcher was arrested the next day as he tried to check into the St. Joseph State Mental Hospital. While waiting trial, he confessed to 15 other child murders dating back from 1969. The first victim, 12-year-old William Freeman, had disappeared in Antioch, California in August of that year, one day before Hatcher was charged with child molestation in nearby San Francisco. In another case, Hatcher pinned a crude map that led researchers to the remains of James Churchill, buried on the grounds of Rock Island Army Arsenal near Davenport, Iowa. It was then that he also confessed to the murder of little Eric. He was convicted of the of Eric's murder in October 1983 and drew a life term imprisonment with no parole for at least 50 years. Through eyewitness testimony, investigators were able to link Hatchet to the location of Michelle, the Michelle Steele abduction. He was arrested for this murder while already in prison. Facing another murder charge, Hatcher just said, give me the death sentence. But the jury refused recommending life in prison. Four days later, on the colonel's birthday, December 7, 1984, on a clear and cold morning, officers... That is not the colonel's birthday. December 7th was? Not the year, though. No. Not the year, but my birthday. Yeah. So as the colonel was out celebrating his 21st birthday and having his very first taste of liquor. And your last. Um, and my last. On a clear and cold morning, officers made their routine schedule and shined a flashlight in Hatch's cell and found him hanged in his, in his, in his cell. Aww. He was hanged by a piece of electrical wire. That had been was he hanged hang or was he hung? He was well hung, Timmy. Okay. Yeah. Very well hung. <clears throat> so anyway... It was a piece of electrical wire that had been tied to the brace of a heavy metal ventilation grate in his cell. The knot in the wire was located right behind his right ear there. Hodge's hands had been tied behind his back with a piece of shoelace. Now, how do you kill yourself? I believe somebody else killed him. Well, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. How, how is that suicide if, you, if, you, if, you're hung with your, if you're hanged with your hands tied behind your back? Seems a little suspicious to me. It seems, yeah, it seems like Quincy would question that one. But you know what? 
this guy's such a piece of shit. Why bother? And I think that's that, true. That's probably what they decided. And you know, not that I'm. That's probably what, not. You don't know what happened. That's concerning. Well, the officers tried to revive him by throwing cold water on him, <laughs> but he was already dead. Um, well, at least they tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The official cause of death was suicide. Charles Hatcher was dead at 55. A group of volunteers carried a fiberboard box containing Hatcher's remains to the prison cemetery to be buried. Before they got there, they was attacked by a group of hungry lions. That's not and true. And he was eaten. Yeah, the hungry bears. I'm sorry, lions. What am I talking about? I don't know what you're talking That's about. Crazy. That's just crazy. They, that is. They're not indigenous to there. So anyway, they got, they're carrying indigenous. this cardboard box. Um, a bunch, a couple brown lions come out. They attack the remains. Lions? Bears. Bears, I'm sorry. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. A mountain lion. How's that? There's a mountain lion that got them. There you go. Um, they ate his remains. That's not true. And, okay, that, that didn't happen. Okay. So they buried him. They buried him. His brother refused to have anything to do with his remains. Good. Um, but before they buried him, they, they did do a nice layout. Um, where they let the prisoners who had been abused by him previously come up and sodomize his dead that body. Not true. Did they have a nice buffet? For it, should, it should. They have had a wake. Good spread. But you know, here's again. This guy should have never got out. He should never have been paroled, and he killed two other kids. So. Three other kids. Yeah. Three other kids. It's just, it's. He's a dickwad. They should. A dickwad. They should have. Uh, my only my only thoughts on him is he should have been. Uh, he was murdered. We need to look into that. Okay, why don't you do that, Colonel? Well, I thought I'm not really the researcher on this. Team. And you, you don't really know where St. Joseph, Missouri, is anyway, do you? Um, I'm gonna find St. Joseph, Missouri. Way too long. It's about two words too long. Didn't know where Missouri is. Brandy, what? What's your final thoughts on Charles Crazy Charlie Hatcher? He was a dick nose, but I have I have a thought on something else briefly. Okay, well, please. I have a thought. Please, please share. It is a brief thought. Um, just, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now with Baton Rouge and France and all this. You know, I've been to Nice. I know you have. i got nieces. I know you do. You I've been to Nice and the Isle of Greece where I've sipped champagne on a yacht. I made like Carlo and Monte Carlo and showed them what I got. Okay. So, you guys, with everything that's going on, just take a minute to be kind to somebody. Especially me. Not you. Oh. Take a minute to be kind to somebody um, just because we're all here anyway, and it's just a nice thing to do. With all the ugly in the world, be something, do something beautiful. And if you feel the need to post pictures of your genitals, feel free to do that I as don't well. think that's appropriate. That does not apply to Jim Barron, Scott, <laughs> Michael. Any male. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have to approve all those, so... Um, Nobody send pictures of their genitalia. Okay. Why are you trying to make this last moment? I'm being serious, and you're oh, being I, a peckernose. I'm just saying that there are some things that, you know, if we... I'm just saying it's good. shows goodwill. Priority. Priority. We're, we got priorities here. Okay, before, yes. Very, we, be before, nice to each other because we're living in a very... I don't even want to... Here, so here, I'm watching news on Thursday or whenever, Friday... And I'm watching TV, and breaking news comes on that, you know, the thing in Nice happened. Right. And and I, I, mean, I was kidding, but I was serious. I've been on that street, and, mm-hmm. and Nice is a very beautiful city. 
And then, so then the next night I'm watching it, then the turkey right. poo thing God, happened, yeah. right? And then yesterday I'm watching it, and the Baton Rouge thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's so depressing to watch TV. It is. Yeah, and Tanner uh, Tan said to me, he's, and he, he wasn't really joking, he's like, Dad, you know what? Do you feel like we're living in end times? Like, just things are just going to hell so quick yeah. that you never know. And, you know, although, you know, I, I'm of the belief that if, you know, everyone in that crowd had not, and nice, if everyone would have niece, if everyone would have had RPGs, you know that guy would not have been gotten been able to get so far. So what is the lesson there? Arm everybody to the teeth. As much as you get, give them RPGs. If everybody would have had tanks, he wouldn't have got through there. Be kind to each other. Be kind to somebody. And if you are kind to somebody. Right, put something on the page and let us know about it because that's something we would actually like to share. And if somebody's kind to you, and if you yes. want to show, show your, and if you want to show your jigglies, don't. There's no jiggly showing. <laughs> no jigglies. Right. Your thoughts are very well. I, you know, I although I do think you know to to lighten the mood a little bit because the, the devil makes it raises some excellent points that it's just not that hard to be nice to people. It's just really not that hard to be well, nice to people. It's easier for some I find it exhausting. I know you do, but it's, it goes against your nature. And if you're willing to try, um, I think everybody be. can. But um, do you think on the show we should have, um, mm-hmm. to lighten it up, I'm, I, you know what I think? We, we need to have some kind of contest to me. And you know what I'm thinking? And I'm not even going to enter Rutabaga in it because obviously he will win. But I think we should have a thread. We're going to start a thread. Post your fit. Post your pet thread. Because okay. we've seen some dogs. Not, not genitals. Hmm. Not genitals. Um, I don't know that they would go for that, Timmy. Okay. I'm, I mean, I'm off. I'm, I'm behind it in theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying in to practice. Think. It gets messy. In practice, it gets. Uh, All right. So pit, pit, post pictures of your. Pets. I can see now. I can see Trixie throwing a pair out there. <laughs> you know, no, Trixie's okay. just crazy. I'm just teasing you, Trixie. Um, but maybe a post your pet, post your cat, whatever. I okay. don't know. Your kid, I don't care. Whatever makes you happy. Just post something on there that makes you happy. There you go. Post things that make you happy. Post things that, well, Jigglies make us happy, so, you know. <laughs> then post your Jigglies on there. Yeah, I'm going to post my Jigglies. You know what makes me happy is if we could wrap up this podcast. I understand. Where so can people find us there, Brandy? They can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, on his, History Dweebs, and then History Dweebs, the podcast is our group. Group. Mm-hmm. Facebook Join group. the group. Please do. We get, we're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At History Dweebs 1. Uh, we are on iTunes. Yes, please leave us a review. We really appreciate them, and it helps people find us. And those are the big ones, aren't they? Yeah, Stitcher. But you can find us almost anywhere now that has this podcast. Well, because we're very popular. Our feeds are out there all over the place. Nah, we're just kind of slutty. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Colonel, any final thoughts? No, I, I agree with what, what the devil had to say. Um, I'm looking forward to another week here, Timmy, of doing another podcast. What are we going to be doing soon? Are we ever going to do a history podcast? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I promise. I mean, we, we can uh, is it, we can pick a day that the devil's not going to do here, be here and do something, you know, that's intellectual. Yeah. That's challenging to us intellectually. 
Well, that won't be that hard. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you next time on History Dweeb. Good day, listeners. Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.